Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we talk about two bands whose names sound familiar, but the music is different. This week we're talking about Harley Post Malone. Don't you normally do that in the musical part? No. <laughs> so it goes back and forth sometimes. I swear you did last time. Cause I... Dax is here. This is Jared. Caleb. He just said Dax is here. I don't need to say my own name. Well, no one knows who you are when you're talking. I'm Maybe Dax. this is the first episode, so they don't know the sound of your voice, and I could be Dax. I'm Dax. Un- un- Dax. If this is your first episode of Kabam Bam Bam, I'm already sorry. <laughs> this is Tex. <laughs> Things are going quite well thus far. Yes. Harley Post Malone. Yes. I would say that So Harley- we have uh, mm. Harley Poe, mm. a, a punk, folky, acoustic band Spooky. from Kokomo, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And then we have Post Malone, the R&B hip-hop sensation that's rocking the nation this this year. So, Well, really, this last four years, four years or so, since about 2015, right? I was also... Uh, are we starting with Post or are we starting with Poe? Whatever you want to do. I, um, as we've been, I feel like we should start with the Spooky Spookies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Spooky Spookies. But I will say, when it comes to Post Malone, I'm very sad to know that he is younger than me. Yes, oh, he's he? 20, uh, 24. 24. He's born he in 95. Oh All right, time out. Oh, you don't know how old he is, and you don't know which year he was born in. So. He was born in 95. He's younger than me. Yeah. He's younger than, I'm the baby of the crew. He's younger, than, he's younger than me, too, and I'm not very old. He was born on the 4th of July. Aw. So was Tom Cruise. Tom hey, Hanks. Oh, is that what it was? Yes. <laughs> oh man. Are you sure? I guess we'll. I'll look it up for you. Man, I can't believe he's younger than us. See, doesn't that hurt? A I little think bit? it is Tom yeah. Cruise. But you know, so Harley Poe. It is Tom Cruise. We'll get rid of that portion. Don't make it all embarrassing for me. Harley, Harley Poe. Po. So they have been likened to the Violent Femmes, and I want to know if you guys. So okay, actually, do does everybody here listen to or are familiar with the sound of the Violent Femmes? Yes. 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 Is it too close? No. No, it's not too no. close. Okay. I didn't think so either. But a lot of people that I've seen, like, they, they compare them to Violent Femmes, like, that so often with Harley Poe that it becomes a thing where it's like, do they sound too much like the Violent Femmes? I think that they have a pretty distinct sound. They just have elements of the Violent Femmes. There's a lot of elements of random things in there, but I mean, they're their own thing. Yeah. They are. We should play a song from them because most people are not going to know Harley Poe. We should. What do we play? Transvestite? I guess we should also. You should probably also mention that they are the spooky band since people don't know. Oh, once we play a song, they're going to know. What about uh, Ouija? Ouija. Ouija Ouija is my favorite Harley Poe song. Ouija. Ouija. That's how he says it. That's how it's pronounced. Let's listen to it. Gonna play a show at a house tonight Gonna turn up the tunes, gonna turn down the lights Kids looking right and looking good Who's to say I wouldn't only if I could I feel I missed my road when I said no But you can't have it all, that's how things go So I'll just play my guitar That was pretty uncomfortable Uncomfortable? He said kids looking good Yeah And that's gross Can you play the part where he says Ouija? So I brought my board, place your hands on the Ouija in one accord. Friend, are you near? Friend, can you? It's a Ouija. That's how you say it. You know where the name Ouija, or it is Ouija, but you know where it came from? Luigi? No. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? None of us. Good good guess. Everyone's laughing. (laughs) Good guess, bad guess. I think I've already decided today, no one knows, but I've decided I'm not laughing at anything he says, (laughs) whether it be funny or not. He made a not funny joke earlier. And I didn't laugh. I'm not laughing anymore at him. What was the joke? I don't. Remember. I don't remember either. It wasn't good though. It was not handshake worthy. It was almost. Oh, oh, I mean, okay. I don't give handshakes, but if I did, you most certainly would not have gotten one for that. <laughs> anyway, it comes from the word "yes" in two separate languages: French "we" oui, and German, which is "ja" pronounced in German. So "ja" makes sense. Hmm. Oh wow! Yes, yes. Ouija. 
Because yes is an option on the board. You don't go say yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go say no. yes. They don't often spell the way everyone, oh, look at them spelling. No, they don't spell. What if your ghost isn't, doesn't speak English? What are they going to spell now? That's a great question. Right. So you Ouija people, there only needs to be two options. And you can only ask yes or no questions. That's just like 21 fun. questions. Yeah, well, it's more realistic. I guess so. It's kind of also like a tarot and tarot card. Yeah. Most people don't like. Which way do you say it? I say tarot. I don't really know how to say it. I'm just asking if you know. I'm pretty sure it's tarot card. Tarot sounds cooler. That's what I've heard. It does sound cooler. I agree. Anyway. Spooky stuff. Ooh, ghosts Do you own? Stuff. You own a, we- a Ouija. I have one on my chest. Well, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Who wants to do Ouija on Caleb's chest next week? He's just going to lay across the table. Halloween theme. Halloween Ouija a, on Caleb's chest. He has a tattoo. That's what that was. that bit was. It's not improving. No, he has a board. I don't think that's a bit. I think he, that was he, just me no. stating a thing. Every day. No one's going to know that what you just no. meant by that, though. That's true. Because that's true. Yeah, they don't know that he daily wears a Ouija board strapped to his neck. <laughs> I wear Underneath <laughs> all of his shirts. I just, keep a just, necklace on. It's Ask there all the questions. time. Do you have some? Yes or no? I, I pull out a, one of the, the planchets, and I just kind of like run you, it around my chest. Is that what it's called? Do you ever get like a poke in your chest, and you're like, what? And then you just look at Yes. Do you oh, think absolutely. if we do you think if we used you as a Ouija board? You actually you really can't. There's no letters. I only have the sun oh, and the moon and a planchet in the middle. But if we all right, let's get back to it. Let's make it theoretical then. If we used you as one. Yeah. Let's get a Sharpie. Let's do write you yes. do you think <laughs> do you think that you would become possessed? I hope so. So Harley Poe. Yes. <laughs> I so I think everybody but Mr. Tex over here has seen them live. That is true. Yes. They have an odd method of like doing live performances at this point in time because they've effectively broken up they're See, back that, i think they're back yeah they're they're back i think See, the, the drummer's is, gone but mm. like i saw them in 2017 i believe uh you mr dax would have to to go back and look because he has a video on instagram uh of of a performance Oh, the Halloween? Yeah. When was that? That was 15. Oh, wow. I saw them in 2015. Okay. At Scarevania, a uh, haunted maze kind of thing, and they played outside on a stage that I saw. Where's that at? In Muncie, Indiana. Uh, It was in Muncie. It was in Muncie, indeed. So So then I I was going to see them play a farewell show like a year or two after that, and they were saying that they were going to break up. And then I guess they did, but then they did another farewell show mm-hmm. not long after that. And then this year they put out a new album and their own tour. So when did they? I've they didn't actually ever break up. I don't that think. was what I was gonna say. Is I that think that's it's why just, they the didn't. lead singer just continued on without the rest of the group. Well, do you know how to sell albums? You act like you're not gonna have any more LCD true. sound system, and then you Kiss. come out, and then Fuck you em. come out with more. Fuck them. All right, we'll save it because you, your pretentiousness in terms of. All right, we'll get to it. It's not for this episode. It's for the next. Okay. Well, what's the extent of their not, of people knowing them? Indiana people. And that's it? Because well, I've heard the name. Yeah. And I thought I didn't realize But that's not that. actually true because uh, they have a lot of Spotify listens, like upwards of you know millions. They have, and they have a cult thing going on. Yeah. They definitely have a cult following in like the horror realm. Mm-hmm. You know because another... Go ahead. Uh, no, you can go on. They are effectively one of the only like... <laughs> horror folk acts like in like that I can think sure. of. I have an Indiana artist who reminds me of Halloween that I like. His name is Sir Deja Duke, and he's in, he actually went to Ball State. Oh, did he? Yeah, he's buddies with Travis at VGR, and he I believe he lives in Bloomington now, and he's not doing live shows anymore. But he had an album come out, I think, in 2015 called Love Coffin. Sir Deja Duke's Love Coffin, and it's pretty good. I saw him on Halloween or just before Halloween. Live at VGR, it was just him, not the not the backgroundy, just him. But it was awesome, and so that's part of why I've associated with associated with it. But he's got creepy songs too. So I just looked. Uh, we play the Hunchback Hump. And then 
we're going to go straight into My Love Bleeds Red. Great song. Also, uh, Sir Deja Duke has a monthly listeners of seventy-two. Wow. We are highlighting. Hey, hey. we are highlighting the big ones. This You're week. just this month. You're There's welcome. Seven usually. You're welcome. <laughs> I was lucky enough to snag that album, Love Coffin, on vinyl. Ooh. He was at VGR. That's pretty cool. That album's really cool. He's got that kind of a feel, that throwback feel. It's really fun. It's like Tom Waits meets Unknown Henson. A little bit, yes. Yeah. Everyone, give it a listen. Crank those listens up to. To, na- to make it 72, to yeah, at, at most 100. I'd love to see uh, that we could actually give a bump. <laughs> like yes. when, a people, 20, a when people listen to Good Band, Bad Band, we can somehow raise the numbers yeah. of an artist. A 28 listener bump, very mm. quite. It's something. Okay, so Harley Poe is the first group that we have covered that does not have a Wikipedia page. There's dun, dun, dun. No way to do any kind of extracurricular research other than Google, which... God forbid we do that. They're looking at our computers and stuff. I watched an Edward uh, How did you get Edward to, Snowden interview. Here's with, a question. Joe Rogan last night. And I, are you, <laughs> he scared are you, me to death. Are you typing in wikipedia.org forward slash every time? Yes. You're a liar. You're Googling and then going to Wikipedia, aren't you? Yes, I am. So then, <laughs> <laughs> you have been caught. Anyways, but when you type in to Google Harley Poe, the if you go down a little bit, it brings up a group called Calibretta 13, also known Calibretto. as Calibretto, sorry. Calibretto 13, also known as Calibretto. They uh, branched off and Shortened were it, on yeah. a, a different label, actually. So they were originally, Calibretto 13, were signed to Tooth and Nail Records, which is a Christian record label that Under Oath was on, and I believe Me Without You was on. I believe so, yes. Uh, several well, that's good, not, are you good sure it bands. Was, are you sure it's Christian? Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes it gets confusing. But what gets confusing? <laughs> I know a label I thought was Christian, and then my buddy who's on it informed me that they're not. And I was like, well. I feel like Tooth and Nail are pretty I don't know pretty established you. in terms of being a Christian it's label. It's Christian, yeah. Not like, mean, not like super Christian, because like, a lot of their acts are not necessarily, like, it's not like gospel music or anything. Not like Kanye wrong. West's new record. The, no, okay, I'm not going to no, do that. don't do that. You all know the label Victory? Mm-hmm. Is that a Christian label? No, it's not. But it seems like it, doesn't it? It seems like it. A Day to Remember was signed to it. Well, so it's Taking Back Sunday. They're not a Christian band either. Right. But, okay, but Me Without You is not a Christian band. Mm. I thought you already knew that point. I thought you were kind of semi-proving that point when you mentioned no, that. No, I mean, oh. their music is played on, uh, you know, Christian stuff, and they sell them in the in this Christian. Me Without You is? Yes. That's sad. Well, I'm sorry you're so disappointed. They're a good band, regardless. I know of they're their good, regardless. But I don't think that affiliation. I don't sir. think that they have a religious affiliation. I uh, I I looked them up. Do do a uh, dear Beelzebub. 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 Waiting for horns to come in there. That could easily be a ska band. It was pretty close, wasn't it? Yeah, throw them right in there. Wow. I'm not sure. It's very str- It's the same. I mean, obviously, it's, it's the same, clearly the same guy. But it's very interesting. It's it's totally different than talking about uh, hearse and transvestites and things of that ilk. Because yeah. if you what look is- at the track listing of the album Satan's Sex and No Regrets by Harley Poe, the same people or the same guy same who was people. in that. Oh, is it all? Uh, Every person. A few of them. Every single person. 
I think it's no, it's only the lead singer. It's only the lead singer, whatever his name is. We don't know. So it has songs like uh, "I'm a Killer," "Transvestites Can Be Cannibals Too," the Hearst song, "I'm the Living Dead," "Vampires Night Out," of course, the song Ouija. That's so a, they're, a, clearly they're not a kind of act you would expect to be no. on a Christian label. Well, that's a common. That. They're just letting you know it's a common misperception. Transvestites can eat people just like anyone else. I'm sick of people saying they can't. Are you sick of it? Yeah. Okay. Well, we can work on that. They also have a cover of Ballroom Blitz. Calibretta 13 does. Do they? Mm-hmm. You Originally. Don't, I don't think you should play it. No. From Sweet. It. Yeah. So um, <sighs> did you want to talk about seeing them live, Dax? At least three of the people. Okay, he's still on it. He's right on it. He's he's continuing. They just changed their name. What was the bar we saw them in in Indy? Uh, in Indy, it was the Melody Inn, I think. I think you're right. I think you're right. I, they, I saw them there twice. Where's that? Twice? Well, one and a half. One and a half Ah, uh, yes, I remember the, the the half time. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Should we? Yes. All right, so I went, I went there. It was a New Year's show, I yeah. think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, I, I went there with our friend Lauren. She's been on the show, uh, and my ex. And my ex got sick halfway through, and I had to leave. Truth. I was real upset by it. I was having a good time. Truth. Well, she got sick. Yeah. Well, maybe you know that's an opportunity to like vomit on the stage and have a real, a real, G- a real, a super Gigi Allen moment right there. Yeah. Miss so you, maybe you really. should have just stuck with that. The the surprising thing about because we talked about how they have a cult following mm-hmm. is the fact that when you try and buy tickets for their shows, impossible, impossible. They sell out like immediately. It's well, crazy. What, what size venues are they playing? Not huge. Like what? It was like a like, hundred people. Two hundred people. It was a bar. Yeah, it was, it was just a bar. Where did you like see them? Where did you see them in Muncie? Uh, be here now. Oh well, okay. Yeah, to get tickets to the indie shows, I had to go stand like. In line, like in person. Really? Yeah. Did you pay for Be Here Now tickets? Was it a ticketed event at Be Here Now? Uh, I think there was a cover. I don't remember. A covered event. Yeah, well, that's... Sure. Yeah. So they have at least a a following of some kind. Yeah, they're from Kokomo. It's close to Indy. People know things. Yeah. That's about it. It's probably the best thing to come from Kokomo. We don't have a lot to say about Harley Poe because we don't know a whole lot about Harley Poe. There's not a lot to know about Harley Poe. Well, you know more than me. I didn't know any of those things. Their singer, uh, I I saw this on the news. Yeah. Uh, He he, he worked at a Starbucks in Kokomo. Uh Uh-huh. And that Starbucks got hit by a tornado. Oh, no. He, like, helped corral people into the bathroom, and that Starbucks got demolished, and they were just huddled in the bathroom. Dang. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You just happened to recognize him? No, I, I'm, or it I said, I'm Harley, with him on Facebook. Harley Poe singer <laughs> saves all people in Starbucks. It did not say that. I'm just, he, I think he shared it on Facebook. Mm. So they're not big enough for people to know if the tornado hits him that he's in the band. I don't think so. That's how you know you're big. Hold on, I'm checking Facebook. People write news about you when tornadoes hit you. Was it recent? Yeah, it don't was... you remember that tornado in Kokomo? Like, what, a year Kokomo. or two years ago? Kokomo. Kokomo Joe. Okay, that's the name of a mouse that they have at uh, the fair that I go to. Sometimes you go, you put a quarter up. Oh my god! Hold on, everybody. This is, <laughs> and you and you thought it was off the rails earlier when we're you talking put, about semi-legitimate. Things. You put a quarter on the stand, and then they let the little mouse out, and it runs in the hole. And if it runs in the number that you pick, oh yeah, and I the know color, that then you get a prize. Yeah, he's in a box, and they say, "All right, everybody, come over, put your quarters down." And then you do, and they're like, all right, here comes Kokomo Joe. And then it goes in the hole. It's great. He's in a, he's in a box. <laughs> he's in a little box. Yeah, they do that. I've seen it before. Oh. I wonder if it's the same mouse. <laughs> you know, you've got traveling carnies. You see the same carny carnival to carnival. They work the rides. They clean up the puke. you got to have the same mouse, and it's a regional mouse. Did you just say carny carnival at the carnival? What did you say? <laughs> you know what a carny is. Yes. What is a carny? Uh, somebody that works at a carnival. Right. So they every when a carnival moves around, mm-hmm. you only have some carnies that are localized. Mm-hmm. Some of them travel with the carnival. I am from, yes, that's true. So you would see the same carny from carnival to carnival. Why would you not? Why would it not be the same? They're not picking a Kokomo mouse. Oh no, it's the yeah, it's Can the we same talk about mouse. Post Malone. Yes, that's I, what I was <laughs> asking you. Did you have something? Did you want? To, was the last thing? No, no you're good. All no. right, great. The one last thing about uh, Harley Poe, they're currently touring with uh, Homeless Gospel Choir, which is another anti, like a funk, uh, not funk, sorry, 
punk. A folk punk political, you know, anti-band kind of thing. But it's just one guy. It's kind Although of, that doesn't sound very Christian. But I saw to me. him. He's not Christian either. I saw him at Southgate House Revival uh, play uh, with my friend Bryant uh, a couple years, like two years ago, I think. And it was pretty good. So if you if you see Harley Poe on tour, know that you'll see two good acts in your town. So go check Were they going to be anywhere close? Should they're, we warn listeners? They're going to be back in, I think, at Southgate? Southgate. I believe so. We'll go there, Newport, Kentucky. Anywhere else? Any 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 localized Indiana? Re, uh, you I don't, don't know. know. That's we, fine. We Just are, say you don't know. Well, we're done. We'll cut it out. Next. We aren't in, like anybody that's listening. It could be in their town in Texas. That's very true. Or okay. Whatever. Well, all right. What? Wherever why, it is. Why are you being so unrealistic about the people who listen to this? I am realistic. So Post Malone, huh? Hold on. What a sensation uh, no, he is. No, no. Calibretto 13. The members split into Harley Poe and Everything Now. A Muncie band. Is that a Muncie band? Because it's it also is. the title of an album and the self-titled song by your favorite group, Arcade Fire. Fuck em. <laughs> No, you know what? So I which, always want so to find Everything Now, really? the band, and I can never find it because it's always fucking Arcade Fire. Well, I guess that's unfortunate. You, maybe you should write a letter to your congressman. I will. I will. Caleb's ready to move along. I know. He is. That was really important, though. I love Everything Now. Go, Caleb. The important things should be Shut. said <laughs> when they are important. The nonsense should be said after the important things are said. Okay. So, now we'll talk about Mr. Post Malone. Austin Post is his full name. He is, uh, as we've discussed, born in 1995. He's about 24 years old. Did you see where how he got his name? Yeah, it was a random name generator. A random name generator. <laughs> That's how they They're got... Like, is it a reference to Carl Malone? I don't know. Maybe no. by the accident. The last name? He generated the last one? His name Never is Post mind. Malone. It doesn't matter. So, You're not listening, yeah. so I don't care. I'm not asking you questions the rest of the episode. It, of course. Uh, it, his yeah, his last name, is name is Post Malone. Post. I'm done. Go. His last name is Post. Don't worry about it. Continue. So Post is part of his I name. Know, I know that. Done. We're finished with it. Continue, please. <laughs> Pause and let's move along. It's a random name generator. It's pretty pretty weird stuff right there. So he random is, name generator. He is friends with a uh, game streamer, uh, and he moved to L.A. with him in hopes to become a musician. He lived in Texas. He grew up in Texas. His dad actually worked for the concession stand for the Dallas Cowboys. Mm -hmm. And uh, he you know, grew up liking uh, Bob Dylan. He cites Bob Dylan as an influence. Even though somebody else, I read a thing where it was like, nothing could be further between Post Malone's music and Bob Dylan. But, you know, you can find an influence in, like, things that you listened to growing up. And he's trying, like, he likes grunge music. Yeah. He likes punk. He likes, you know, like, pop punk stuff. You know, so he's got a lot of influences that probably he knows the success that he's found thus far mm-hmm. is the music that he's made. So he's going to continue to make that music. But you have a song that is on his new album, which I previously discussed, which at the time I discussed it had just come out and we hadn't really listened to it that much. We played it on the show, but we can play it again Yeah, because I'm very much into the song. I don't think it's bad. I think it's actually really good. It is has the um, hook sung by Mr. Ozzy Osbourne from Black Sabbath and Solo Success, of course. And, I mean, so that's like he's bringing out somebody, you know, from the grave, if you will, that, you know, and very similar, similar and probably more genuine in this than with the Lil Nas X stuff with Billy Ray Cyrus. Right. That this is somebody that he actually, he grew up listening to and, you know, appreciates their music. And this is actually, this song got to number like 10 or something like that. It's in the top 10 um, on the Billboard charts. Uh, And it became Ozzy Osbourne's first Billboard Hot 100 top 10 in over 30 years. Really? It's the longest gap that has, you know, in in Billboard history for, for that. That is quite the thing. Also, the drummer on this song is Chad Smith. The drummer for Red Hot Chili Pepper. So try and listen to that.
I mean, at that point, it just sounds like the newest Ozzy Osbourne song. Yep. But then Post Malone comes in and, and does this little yeah. rappy, rappity rap bit. Our listeners don't know R- that. Rippy rappies. Also, uh, who's that other? Who's the rapper that's on Travis this song? Scott. That is a horrible, horrible verse. Not it good. is pointless. He is a horrible man. Travis Scott is? You yeah. don't like him? He fucking took SpongeBob's moment away from the Super Bowl. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> I'm not going to go on about it. I've done that enough, but just fuck him. <laughs> How many fuckums have you given for today? Three. He's given <laughs> three. His third He's fuck his this, third. Is, this is your least favorite we hit, episode. We, we hit, somehow <laughs> travel back to three things. We've hit the top two em. pretentious bands for him mm-hmm. and a horrible SpongeBob moment for him. So, mm-hmm. yep. Well, I hope we make it to Maroon 5 today. Fuck him. <laughs> well, we've done it. That makes four. An even number. Do you have anything um, for Post Malone you'd like to mention, Caleb? Um, How do you feel? A, a couple things that I want to talk about with Post Malone, actually. Um, one thing that I want to talk about, so we should play a song, and I'm not sure which one I want to play, but I want to talk about his voice mm-hmm. a little bit. I think that he has a he has a voice that's worth talking about. It's I raspy. Suppose. It's raspy, but oh, let's let's play a song. Let's play. Um, you want to play Rockstar? Ugh. No. Why don't you play Congratulations? That's probably one of his bigger ones. What's that one everyone knows? Well, uh, most of them. He's yeah, got a billion one, listens on one, one of his songs. There's one that was big. It was real big. That was Rockstar, I think. Was it? Oh, uh, White Iverson is good. Uh, do White Iverson. Yeah, that's White a good, Iverson. That's his first heard. big hit, and he put it on SoundCloud, and then he made a music video for it. Yes. And the music video gained, like, over a million uh, views or whatever within, like, a 48-hour span. And, mm-hmm. like, a bunch of famous people saw it and, like, were tweeting about it and such. And that's really where he gained... All of the traction that he got, like from that song, his, he got a record deal because of it. Uh huh. Several things. So go ahead and play that. And I got a few things to say about this. You know, and then I, I have another thing I want to say about his voice later. I just think that the the odd thing about him vocally is that it's so heavily affected that you it could be almost I could literally put a cat on the microphone and then just put effects on the cat and it would just I could make it sound like that because there's there's virtually no post Malone in his vocals that I can find it's so heavily affected that you like it could be any voice mm-hmm. but but I, I I hate to bring it up this way but I'm gonna do it anyways I was on the phone with my girlfriend Ann last night and we were talking about post Malone because I was doing my research on it and she brought up I knew you were gonna get mad no I'm not mad. I see the eye roll <laughs> I know I know what you're about to say maybe maybe we were talking about she she mentioned that apparently if you speed up Post Malone's voice, it sounds like Justin Bieber, and I want to see if you guys can hear it. Oh, okay. Oh, please, please. That's not what I was gonna say. That's <laughs> there. There are like so. This video has like yeah. The, there's like three videos that have them. What they do is they show like in FL Studio that they're like changing. How the fast voice. are they speeding it up? I'm not sure. I can look. It doesn't. Let me see. How do we Because in my experience, the best vo- the best speed to listen to 1. things 1. is 1.3. I can actually <laughs> hear it. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of his voice. I can. I think I. Let play. me tell you. You want to know what's kind of weird about that? Is I have a. I know someone that I went to Ball State with outside of y'all, who she really liked Justin Bieber. She's like, uh huh. And she had like really, she had like a serious fan situation for Justin Bieber. And now she really likes Post Malone, ah. and has the same feelings for Post Malone. And I'm just like. Is, it's like your theory. Is Post Malone just like, you know, growing up Justin Bieber with a little bit of an alteration to his vocal cords? We'll find out. In, hold on. In 2015, Post Malone. Wait a minute. What? Is this really relevant to what we're talking about? It is. Okay. It's 100% relevant. Because oh, of his relationship with Justin Bieber? Yeah. In 2015, he performed, Post Malone did, at Kylie Jenner's 18th birthday party. That he did. There he met Justin Bieber, who he went on to tour with. And was the opening act for Justin Bieber. He also at that party met Kanye West he because did. of his obvious, you know, Kanye's uh, married to 
the other Kardashian, uh, what is that girl's name with a big Kim? Kim? Kim. Don't, okay. Yes. Kim Kardashian and Post Malone is on uh, The Life of Pablo, the Kanye West record. Uh, that he is. Well, don't forget Courtney while you're at it. Just yep. tell him, just talk about all of them. Are we ready to hear if Post Malone sounds like Justin Bieber when yeah. he is sped up? Yes, please. Apparently not. I'm going to do White Iverson again. Thoughts. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little I don't bit. Know if I hear there. it. I'm not I happy about it. it though. I listened to it. I could, I wasn't sure. I, I but I wanted to see if other people could could hear it. It's got a good couple million views on a couple of these sped up videos. So apparently it's got somebody must think that it is happening. It'd be better if he just did it. You know, actually sped it up natively, so I can understand if that's really what it is or not. Right. Look, look up. Uh, his his cover of uh, Don't Think Twice, It's Alright by Bob Dylan. Look it up. That's where I thought this was going. That's where I thought it was going as well. I thought that's what he was, and I didn't know he was yeah. going to do this speeding you up. You know that if sense. you use the folk singer filter on Post Malone's voice, he sounds just like Bob Dylan. I could definitely see a situation in which Post Malone switches his genre like in the future of his career, mm-hmm. and I would really enjoy what he was doing. The thing is, is I don't think that with that, he would have been as successful. No. He probably would have been a fine singer-songwriter guy or whatever. That's like, but he'd not, he's not that. I don't think that that voice, and he would have been as successful if he would have just done the singer-songwriter thing. Maybe. Like, it's, it's, it's a fine voice, but it's not, like, spectacular. Sure. But there's no way he would have been the second biggest streaming artist on Spotify in the in the world where he has where he's at right now, right? Without doing what he did, and he also sure. appreciates hip hop, you know. So yeah, but in the world of pop, he could just make pop songs like that, and people would still like it. That's fine, a, lot. Fu- a yeah. lot. Now, yes, but he wouldn't have now? started out with being. Successful. It doesn't matter. It's it does like, matter. It's not like four years ago people didn't listen to that crappy pop. Everyone has listened to that for like a decade. He He wouldn't have a million. He would not have a multi-million dollar mansion. He okay. He has. He capitalized very very well on what was going on at the time. He was making like hip hop that was influenced by trap music and was influenced by R and B, and those were the things that were working at that time. He's actually, I I would almost say he was a little ahead of his time. Shockingly, in that he was making those kinds of things. On like like because his uh, what, what year was Stony that when did that came out? It was 2016. That was like right at the apex of the trap rap music. Sure. That's why he blew up was because he was not only an artist that had kind of like a trap like influence, kind of like a Travis Scott, but the fact that he was able to put in a lot of pop sensibilities into that music so that it could become a mainstream success. Yes, that's why he blew up. Yeah. If he was doing something else. He would have been popular, probably. Right, but that's no. what I'm saying. You can't act like there's no market for it. There's only been a market for it for a decade. I'm not saying there isn't a market for that's it. That's what I'm telling you. He could have been, been long-term successful over the course of five years playing that easily. People would still listen to it. People would listen to that crap forever. Why do you think Maroon 5 sounds the way they sound now? Because people listen to that garbage. That's also, he, they're not singer songwriter play acoustic players. He's it, this Maroon is five? he would have transitioned to a pop sound that sounds like that. Have you not ever heard that? Have you never heard that sound? I'm not talking about it anymore. He plays guitar. Supposedly he's pretty good. He played on Jimmy Fallon once. I don't like Jimmy Fallon, but he played on there. 
He did. They also went to Olive Garden. <laughs> yes, they, they did. Played guitar at Olive Garden? No, no, they just ate. No. That's where he said it. Oh, you mean Post they Malone both says, went there. Yeah, together. Oh, okay. Post Malone's like, I like going to Olive Garden. Jimmy's like, I never go to Olive Garden. And he's like, well, let's go. And so that is this whole like oh. comedic bit that they did. Oh. It's quite the bit. Mm-hmm. I have another question about Mr. Posty. Yes. What do you think about him being a culture vulture? I was. I have that <laughs> written down. It's interesting. I love that phrase. I, I read that last night, and I was like, culture vulture? Where has this been in my life, honestly? He has been accused of appropriating black culture within his music and as his persona, I suppose. This is the dumbest thing. I hate it. You hate it? I hate it. Him or the idea of that? I... Uh, Speak your mind. I'm trying. I'm, this is your platform. Use it well. I know. That's why I'm trying to think about what I should say. <laughs> you think he's done that? No. Let's start I, there. You don't think so. So you cult, think it's dumb that people say that? Cultural appropriation is too widely used. It's a it's a go to statement for people who don't like things. Oh, I never hear him talk about jazz that way. <laughs> you like Jeez. jazz? Yeah, but. When a white guy makes jazz, I don't hear people saying, which is rare, I don't hear people saying, let's be real, that they're appropriating on black culture. That is true. How is he appropriating? What, 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 did, he, what did he take? What did he take? Yeah. I, Everything. I mean, I don't have a specific face example. Face tattoos. That, face tattoos. We can cut this well, out. About face tattoos. Can I talk about his face tattoos? Sure. Uh, a buddy of mine did his face tattoo. The always tired thing. Really? He's the one who put it on him? Yeah. I went to school with him. I wasn't like good friends with him. I mean, I was friendly with him. I talked to him here and there. But yeah, he's a tattoo artist. He did always tired. Before his show in in Indy. Yep. He performed at the Farm Insurance Bureau uh, place or whatever. Is that what it's called? Because I I was going to go to the show, man. I was excited for Posty. Then he got that uh, face tattooed. But yeah, right before or after, I don't remember which one, Hmm. he went to a tattoo shop in Indy and Hmm. got his face tattooed. And then it was like on the... New, not like the Indianapolis news. Or Where's that whatever. one at on his face? I don't remember. It's underneath his eyes. Always tired. Yeah. Under yeah. Chad Rao, the mm. guy who did it. Good tattoo artist. Okay. If I Check him tattoo, out if you're I'm in the town. <laughs> he did say in a GQ article uh, several days later after you know being uh, told or whatever they, they said he was a culture vulture. He said there's a struggle being a white rapper, which is not a good idea to okay. say that. Yeah, don't okay. say that. Here's the thing, though, is and that this is one of the rare times that I will actually speak on something like this. There is, there is a struggle being a white rapper to a certain degree. I know that, like, and I, I, I don't I don't like him. Yeah, but I don't, he had I don't struggles, like didn't him, he? But Mr. Eminem <laughs> had some struggles breaking in because of his whiteness. And another person who I have always been a big fan of LP has talked about how coming up in Brooklyn was difficult as a white well, rapper as well. Be. But then he paired up with the man from Georgia. Georgia. And that gives him some street cred. I, so yeah, there. I un, I understand, but I will say that when you say something to the extent of that your white skin has been used against you. Probably don't say that. Probably don't say that, Mr. Posty. I guess you can't, but you can't separate like the origin of hip hop, right? Right. So you've got to pay homage to where it started. You're in a game that you had nothing to do with initially, like you racially, I guess. Right. In fact, and I mean, in many people's eyes, when you look back at it and if, and it's kind of weird because hip hop really started in the seventies, you know what I mean? With like an evolution of funk. Right. Yeah. But when you look into like eighties and then early nineties, it's about, it's really about oppression in the sense of like, you know, not only do you not have a part in it necessarily, but you're like the person who's causing the issues that become what people talk about in right. a way, right? If we were getting into this this briefly racial dialogue about the reality of it. So I don't know. I don't I, saying that's not great because you do I think you do have to understand where this came from and realize that. You can't just be like making money on it and be like, Well, it's difficult because people don't like me because I'm white. I'm like, okay, well, how about some self reflection, pal? You know who's not like good at that? Self-aware and understanding who. 
Tom McDonald. Oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> They're not, do not say, say his name on this show. Is he the guy <laughs> with the cornrows? Yeah. Yes. Okay. He's talking he's with falling in reverse. <laughs> Is he really? <laughs> it's That's terrible. so funny. It's terrible. I, I'm not comparing Post Malone to him in any way, shape, or form, sure. but it's relevant in terms of a white rapper who does not recognize his privilege or even talks about how he has some privilege, but he's like, if I was a black rapper, you'd like me more or oh, something like stupid. that. And it's like, yeah, he's, he's an awful, awful human being, and we all hate him. In uh, 2010, Post Malone actually auditioned to play for the uh, punk band. Well, they're more, I guess they're punk, whatever they're kind of hardcore. Crown the Empire. Yeah. Yeah. And to, and, but he was, re- he was rejected after his guitar strings broke during the audition. Oh, man. Oh, oh, oh. Sad day. Rusty strings. Maybe get your guitar out every once in a while and play it, friend. Ooh. So just leaving it sick. Or maybe he's been playing it so much. That, that it, let happened. me tell you this. If I'm playing guitar a lot and I'm like, got this big addition coming up, I'm gonna put I'm gonna swap the strings a few days ahead of time. So get them stretched out, get yeah. a little bit of wear in there. Yeah. I'm not gonna go in with fresh strings or old worn out strings. I'm not an idiot. Ooh. I'm not saying he's an idiot. I think you just did. Well he is. Oh, he, God. you should know better than that. Shots fired. So I have a couple uh that sounds familiars for Post Malone that are relevant to good band, bad band. So play the same, uh, the song, Same Bitches. What's your name? Who's your daddy? Is he rich like me? Is he rich like me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been in LA too long. Okay, now go to the zombies. Time of the season, go to 49 seconds. So relevant. What's your name? Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Is he rich like me? Has he taken? That's good. That's Is good. it credited? <laughs> it's not credited. That's just a reference. I don't it's think you credit those. So now I have another one. You another used the one. exact words. Go to the song by uh, Post Malone. And I it's on uh I think it's on Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Go to the song Sugar Wraith. <laughs> Damn it. I was trying so hard not to do that. Yeah, I started with an A for I all right that was it yeah put your arms around me baby i just want to fly so. that's sugar ray everybody sugar ray. i was expecting good band bad metal. band alum sugar ray what's, representing what's, in the house what's what brilliant is? about what you just did is is that you just went back to our first episode and you went back to our last episode. I know. Oh, wow. It's amazing. Full Man. circle. <laughs> I know. Full circle. It's crazy. What it is. <laughs> nice and easy to sleep with the crew. This is Sugar Ray and Right. Oh, dang. I messed it Sugar up. Cat. Sugar Cat. Super Cat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have one more. I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. I did not write it down, but I just saw it. Go to the. You have to do YouTube, uh, but go to the song Hollywood Dreams Come True. Oh. By Post Malone. Oh my god. Need you say more. How about that? That was Fleetwood Mac Dreams, everybody. Yes, it was indeed. Beautiful. I didn't recognize that. Yeah, you did. I don't like Fleetwood Mac. I know you don't. Go go ahead. Do our number five. Number five? Yeah, number five. 
Cody got four. It's your turn. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I don't have that kind of disdain. Okay. I just want to walk into a bar and go, please, no Fleetwood Mac for the next hour. <laughs> I will pay you extra. None. What do you think about Post Malone uh, saying that he is genreless? That's I a, don't think it's accurate. I don't. The thing not. is, so I listened to uh, the album that came out in 2018. Uh, I believe it was 18. Beer, beer bongs and Bentleys, mm-hmm. and it wasn't that good. Um, the thing is with him, like you, I don't think of him as like a rap artist necessarily, because he's not a very good rapper in terms of like his flow isn't that great. His lyricism is very poor. Like he just, it kind of is very repetitive and simple. Mm -hmm. So he's not a good rapper. He's more of an R and B singer, Mm -hmm. I guess, or Mm -hmm. pop R and B, whatever, but he's not, he's not a hip hop artist. He's not a rapper. He's not, I'm not a rapper. Oh, but I don't know. I mean, a lot of people like him. Um, Yes. I, I, I mean, I like him. I liked Mm -hmm. him since, White Iverson. The last few things he's done has not been that great. Mm-hmm. But I did like lots of songs from, like, I like the song I Fall Apart. That's a really good ballad song. I like the song Better Now. That is a really good, like, Better upbeat, pretty good song. upbeat pop song. Um, and then from the new album, obviously, I like Take What You Want. That is a, I, I like that song a lot. It is, you know, going to be probably one of my favorite songs of the year mm-hmm. somehow. But it is, I mean, it, it was like a slow, it was like, this is dumb. Like when you read it, Ozzy Osbourne on a Post Malone song, you're like, this is, you know, going to be dumb. Right. But it's not dumb. It's actually like he, it's well represented in a good song. Yeah. So I like Post Malone, you know, so. Is he your good band? I th- yeah, that's my pick. Oh, if that's no. the answer, what? I'll pick Post Malone. Oh, yeah, I'm my. picking him. Wow, wow. Hmm. Jared deviates from his he's picks dis- of the Halloween. He's pretty disappointing. I'm not happy by about picking it at all. Post Malone. It's I impressive. can't believe. Have you seen Post Malone? I've not seen. Post and how Malone many times live. have you seen Harvey Poe? Harvey Poe. <laughs> I've seen po. them zero. T- Harvey Dent. I've seen them. Uh, I'm sorry for everything. <laughs> I've seen them one time. Well, you're giving them no. more money. No, you're not. No, it was free. <laughs> oh, no. Not yet. I can't even tell you how disappointed you are. I am in you right now. You're just, you're about like Dax over there right now. What did I do? Speaking Wait. of Dax, Dax, who's your good band? Um, well, I ha- it's harder than I thought it would be, but it's oh, Harley no. Poe. Oh. Um, I would be Harley Poe. I'm torn. I have some respect for Poe. You Poe. are. Mm-hmm. He is re- like I I do not like the album Hollywood's Bleeding very much. I gave it a pretty low rating when it came out. Uh I like some of his songs elsewhere. Like again, I like Better Now. It's a pretty good track. I, I surprisingly like Sunflower. I wouldn't think that I would, but we so I don't not, I don't like Spider-Man at all. Yeah. I don't like the song. It came out on this uh Into the Spider-Verse film. It's Great film. pretty it's incorporated relatively heavily into the actual movie. You know, like most yes. of the time when you have a song in a movie, it's just played in the background or something like that. But in this movie, the kid that is playing Spider-Man is literally like sitting at his desk at home and puts headphones on and is listening specifically to this song. Right. And it's played, you know, somewhat long into the film. Like, mm-hmm. you know, not just like a, a little clip. I don't like the song. I, I, I don't really like Sunflower. It's very boring. Hmm. Fair enough. Um, But... I- I like the style of Harley Poe more, but I, the thing is, is that like I will listen to Ouija, or Ouija, however you would like to say it, Ouija, Ouija, but I don't really sit around and listen to either of these artists. Well, I don't either, but so I, it, I it's one of those things where I'm like, it, it really wouldn't matter which one I picked as a good. That's band how or I felt. Band. But They're I both felt just like, kind of like bands in yeah, my but perspective. Which but one do you dislike the most? I don't really dislike either, and I don't oh, really man. like either, but I have to say Harley Poe because I've seen them live. Okay. I have more of a, a, a relationship with them as a band, so I would say Harley Poe. Mm-hmm. But I, I was teetering well, more than three, I thought I would it's be. It's a three. I wish we could play Natalie Imbruglia's Torn right now, but I we know. can't. I was and thinking I, about me that. Me too. Yeah. I want it so bad when you said that. Yep. Uh, uh, anyway. But yeah, I, I, so the song's on Hollywood's. Huh? Oh, he already said. Yeah, What's I, said his I said. Oh, did you? I did. Yeah. Okay. It's Harley Poe. Okay. We're three to one. Jared, Jared, this is a weird week because Jared chose not the spooky mm-hmm. and he's the one. 
Right. This is rare for you, Jared. I'm the one. I'm the Matrix. I'm the walrus. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Good. Good deal. Got it are all you out. the? Are you also the Eggman? Yes. Okay. What's your What's your last bit? I don't think I have. I was just gonna. I I've already mentioned the songs that I like. So I. Oh, another thing. Uh, <laughs> we didn't mention this, and it's pretty funny. He has a song called Zach and Codeine. Oh, that's good. That's and he good. makes a reference to you know like that the sweet life. The yeah. sweet life. Mm. It sounds like he's better at making up good band bad band names <laughs> than he is at making actual music. <laughs> you should get him on the show. I'd love to. He's into podcasts, I hear. Is he? Yeah. He was called. on Fish Center on Adult Swim. Oh yeah, he was. Like last week. Yeah. Right after his biggest album of like the biggest album of the year came out and he was on Adult Swim Fish Center. <laughs> yeah. Just sitting around looking at fish. I beautiful. I would love for Post Malone to notice that we were a podcast that talked about him. Oh yeah, we'll tweet keep an eye out. out. Keep an eye out for us. We've Posty. already we've all of already, our friends tweet at Post Malone. Yeah, good luck. We've already missed out on the one band we've ever talked about that will potentially, other than maybe Harley Poe, talk about mention us ever, and it's all Jared's fault. And I don't have to get into it. I just want everyone to know it's well, Jared's fault. I'll so, tell yeah. the story real quick. Oh gosh, oh, it's no. not that long. So we went. Tyler and I went and saw the band The Menzingers that we featured on Record Roundtable. Check out that episode if you like. And we went and saw them in Columbus. It was a good show. After we were leaving, and Tyler's like, you want to stick around? Uh, here's the bus. They're going to come out. And I'm like, no, they're not going to come out for a while. Let's just go ahead and go to the car. It's very late. So then we go to the car. We pull up to a stoplight and look at over. The corner, at the corner where the venue is. Yes, and there he is. There's Greg Barnett, the lead singer of the Menzingers, standing outside next to the exact corner we passed on the phone. Five minutes later. Five minutes later, and Tyler rolls his window down. He's like, hey, man, good show. And he's like, thanks, and then we leave. So that's what we could have done in person, or we could have done it in the car. <laughs> right. And we could have said, by the way, we have a podcast about you all. You should say something about it. Boom. But we didn't. But we and, didn't. And it's Jared's fault, mm. and that is all. Ready to close out? I'm ready. Thank you for listening to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. Make sure you like us on Facebook. Check out the poll we got on there. Check out our Patreon that we're going to have soon. And listen to next week's episode where we talk about Sharon King and nope. the Dap... Nope. Are, Sharon are Jones and the Dap Kings of Leon. Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings of Leon. Great. We definitely can't edit that. Doop doop a doop doop. God, I held it as long as I fucking could. Face just exploded. Jesus, because I held it through the whole fucking song. Man. God. Don't hold a sneeze, kids. You could die.